This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center. Family owned and operated. A no pressure laid back atmosphere and always home of the free maintenance for life. This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned, Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. This is the Ruskin and Sack Podcast, brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. We are here in the Eat My Catfish studios. Ruskin and Zach. All right. It's Thursday. We can start to drill down into this thing a little bit, right? Sure. Why not? Why not? What else Why not? Drill do? down to the college football weekend. You can get into that. Coming up here, Arkansas and BYU Saturday afternoon at Venerable Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Hey, there's. Uh, I found out today that uh, if you're headed to the game, or we're you know possibly streaming this out there, the Lavelle Edwards Farmers Market will be going right. on Saturday morning before the game at the stadium. There's a section there by the uh, the entrance. So if you're into the farmers market okay. thing, get your produce and head into the game. That's right correct. there. Yeah, grab you some peaches, maybe some apples, <laughs> right. some cucumbers, and. Have a good time. What do you do with produce when you take it into a football game? I Not guess you eat sure. it, right? I, I would think so. Like, you know, I, I would assume that it would all be stuff that you would eat on the way in. Can you wash it off somewhere first and then eat it? I did not get. I did not delve that deeply into the Lavelle Edwards Farmers Market. Well, but. I have a question. <laughs> I have questions about. That. I, I just, you know, it was just something I saw today, and you know, looking for things to do in Provo. I did find the only um, alcohol supplier in uh, close to the stadium. Yeah, what are they? Ironically, got? Uh, it's called the Utah State ABC store, so it's mm-hmm. uh, very, very close. Good. So, yeah, I was just, you know, doing some scout. I haven't been to, to Provo in about well, almost twenty years, so it's it's been a while. It's changed. So it's, uh, you know, maybe it's not as bad as when I, I was there. I would. If the choices, if they came to me and said, hey, Ruskin, we got choices for you. You can go to Starkville or Provo. I'm going to Starkville. Why? Because Provo sounds like the most boring. I grew up in a place like Provo. I don't want to go there again. No way. Oh, it's beautiful. No, yeah, no, I don't care. It is, it Scen- is. Scenery can only go so far it is when the town there. is boring and everything closes at 7 be, p.m. You would be there for 48 hours. You, you'd be fine. That's fine. I could have a lot of fun in 48 hours in Starkville or Auburn. That's where I would go. 
I just it, this sounds like the lamest college town that we have in the United States. No, that's Palo- lamer than Cersei. No, nope, that's Palo Alto. And, I've been uh, to Palo Alto. Palo Alto. Sucks. Those nerds know how to have a good, have a that good is, time. That Come is a on. terrible college town. Well, I don't know. Cersei's a pretty lame college town, either. I have to admit. <laughs> I have to say that it is true. But anyway. Arkansas is going out there. KJ is going to play. He is going to play. All right. He is going to play. So So that's good. Everybody should um, have a newfound sense of um, urgency and purpose, hopefully. And they can figure out a way to win a game that they are slightly favored in. This is the most important game of the Sam Pittman tenure on on multiple levels. Yes, but I also feel like we can say that every week until Sam Pittman leaves this job moving forward. That's what I can say. I mean, if... If they that's, lose, a, that's a very I, low-hanging fruit. There, uh, but thing there are to say. people, there are people on that staff that are probably. I mean, this game's for their job. Some of it. This yeah. is. I mean, you got to you got to win this one, or otherwise your season can spiral out of control. You know, Hunter was out yesterday. You know, trying to calm everybody down. What no, was he doing? It, he was speaking somewhere. He's like, oh, you know, it's not. We're a good football team. We're better than A and M. We're this. We're that. You know, okay. Mm-hmm. Three and three, and heading to Provo. Yeah, we're we're doing damage control in week six. Maybe you shouldn't have let it, let everyone to believe you were going to win eleven in August, and then we wouldn't be in this situation, and everyone would feel like me. It's like, well, you know, right about where I thought they'd be. But no, no, let's just po- keep pouring gasoline on that fire. That's what they did. They didn't run from any of that. Well, they didn't is, calm everybody this, down. This is PR one hundred and one. I mean, the house is on fire, and you're going. Well, everybody, take your time getting out. It's okay. We're going to get this fire put out eventually. He used the. Uh, I mean, he used the argument we've had. He used it yesterday but that uh, they arrived a little early ahead of schedule. Okay. No. It's you and, could argue though that that makes the third year being to some disappointing. That that kind of makes it worse. You know what I mean? Because yeah, you're supposed yeah. to be there this year, then you should be there this year, and and they aren't. On that, yeah. at I, least right now. But I mean, they could win four out of five, and then we're, what are we talking he about? Here? He didn't back away from the nine wins and the bowl game, going, you know, hey, everybody, slow down. Next year's gonna be. Well, that's my point. Yeah, exactly. They poured gasoline yeah, they on did. this fire. Yeah. They have only, only so, and, and you, you paid everybody a bunch more money to keep all these people, which is another thing that fans look at and go, oh, wait a minute, just you know, one point eight five million dollars for a defensive coordinator whose defense is a, is a hundredth in the country. Yeah, that's. For, but they'll see the value I, there. Some people they're, will they're say they're moving guys over from from offense to defense to try and bolster that uh, secondary. I don't know that that that's there's a, an argument that, to be to be made. This roster's a mess right now. There's an argument to be made. They they misevaluated but, on a couple of guys, a couple of guys that they were banking on. Um, the injuries have not helped. Uh, but if you're moving guys who were defensive backs in high school over to uh, that have been playing wide receiver for a couple of years, moving them over to the defense just to create depth, no, that's that usually usually does not work out. No, it does not. And you could make that argument that, uh, and you know, it's um, there's not a lot of guys on this roster. There are a few. There's not a lot of guys that weren't brought in by this staff anymore, whether it be through the portal or through mm. traditional recruiting. Like most of it's theirs. So that's the uh, that's the other thing that people are uh, looking at. I don't have the exact percentage in front of me, but you know uh, when when you have a three game losing streak, you start looking at every aspect of your organization. And so I think other, you have to, right? Well, not just not just the staff, but everybody else going, "Okay, well you missed on this, you missed on that." Look, Musselman, I mean, he swung and missed 
on his first year of the roster, I mean, left and right, they missed on virtually everybody. Right. It was a Mason Jones production and uh, Isaiah Joe most of the first year. But they won 20 games. Second year, they they accelerated the curve. They've gotten better at that. Right. This staff, this is the first year they really poured into the transfer portal, got a bunch of guys that they were banking on, and it just hasn't worked. Right. You know, they got some. I, I heard today that Hazelwood's got a, a dinged up AC joint. I swear to God, if I hear the word AC joint again, uh, because that seems to be the uh, the the chic injury now is everybody's got an AC joint problem. Are are, are there fashionable injuries? Well, I mean, every Bryce year? Young's got one. <laughs> everybody's got an AC joint problem. All right, if Hazelwood's got a uh, got an AC joint. Okay, where's Matt Landers? He's got to show up. You're searching at, at wide receiver. Well, I would think Matt Landers would be poised for a big game because I I this is not an SEC secondary. That's not to say that, that they're is, awful, but they're not SEC. That's what I've been told. And he shows up when they don't play SEC competition. So I would think that he's poised for yeah. a breakout game on Saturday. This is this is going to be really really interesting because. I mean, everything that you've tried during this three-game losing streak has failed. And now, all of a sudden, you, you're playing a team that's good. Not great, but good. And this just feels like you this season could get out of control if this one gets away from them. Because then you got a week to sit and stew about it. Then you're going to hit the—I you know, heard somebody talking today about uh, the back half of their schedule and all the games being winnable. Well, okay, but LSU's on there. Uh, Ole Miss is on there. We don't know where Auburn's going to be. You know, it's a it's a tough back it's a tougher back half of the schedule now than it was back in August. There's definitely three wins on the back half. Missouri, probably a fourth. Missouri, Liberty, and, and Auburn. Auburn, Auburn probably. Sucks. probably. Absolutely. Uh, but what happens if they if they go out and they get blown out this week? They let Harson go. What happens? You the team gets that bounce. One of two things is going to happen. They'll get the bounce, or they will just fall apart. You're hoping mm-hmm. they fall apart and just go flat and cash in the rest of the season. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I um, I don't know. Maybe um, maybe the reason that we'll keep Brian Harson is that uh, he's got PIs on all of the uh, Auburn boosters, and he's got dirt. He's not dead. He's not. <laughs> hey, you know what? Tonight's uh, I mean, we're going NBA on tonight's NFL game. Suddenly, we've got controversies around Dan Snyder. Hey, and just coincidentally, the Commanders are on TV tonight. Right, right. Uh, I can't decide if the timing on this being dropped today is because they play tonight or because it's days before the big uh, owners' meetings next mm-hmm. Tuesday. Well, that could also have because something to there do is, with it. There's definitely motivation for one or the other or both as to why this big ESPN story on Dan Snyder is, um, is dropped today. And it probably has more to do with the owners' meetings than this uh, sorry football game that's going to be played on on people's uh, television screens or device screens tonight on Prime Video. I've got a few thoughts on all of that mm. coming up. 866-285-4005. That's how you can get in here and uh, and chop it up. I have a magnifying glass now so I can read all the fine print on all these uh, things every day. So I'm feeling good. Now if I could just hear, I'd be good. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? Some of us have a problem, and they do something about it. You just uh, sit there and gripe about it all day. Well, I do. I do what you're supposed to. Do. I pray on it. I see. I'm, I'm, I'm a pray on it. But you never go to the eye doctor. No. You just no, no, okay. no, no, no. That's right. scam. Hey, this is cheaper than an eye doctor is getting a magnifying glass with a light on. Yeah, but what, what would I do? I'd lose it. These are going to catch on. Well, put it on a chain around your neck or something like I a lot of. I wanted to put my wallet on a chain, and you two poo pooed that idea. I don't have a problem with that. Okay.
Get a cell phone holder for your belt while you're at it, too. You know what? I just might. Get a Bluetooth headset thing, too. Well, you oh, got yeah, that already. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Everybody's got those now. Do you need a reliable roofing company that you can call at a moment's notice? United Roofing and Waterproofing is the answer to your issue. Joey Vivano and his team service commercial, residential, and industrial roofs. Consultations are always free, and you can schedule them online at unitedrw.com. Call Joey at 479-312-7369. That's 312-7369. You can also check out United Roofing and Waterproofing on Facebook and Instagram. Football is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all of your football betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, matchup information, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports and events like Major League Baseball, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. But uh, someone called in a bomb threat at the uh, A&M football uh, building in uh, Kyle Field today. That's not good. So they've all had to evacuate. Jimbo is uh, on a phone in his truck uh, conducting business right now in the parking lot. Um, we'll see if uh, when the uh, all-clears arrive there, but apparently some yutz is uh, just... Um, Given the bomb squad something a, a little drill practice today seems like they're okay. it's not like station. they're not busy enough so right exactly let's, uh, yes. let's let's give them more to do that's right yeah makes sense to chase a, uh, a a wild goose chase through the um through the football uh, building anyway um or the whole thing could blow up I don't know what's going to happen but we'll sit here we'll sit here and see what happens with all of that stuff today but it's probably nothing right I would think so it's probably and everybody's out anyway so I mean maybe there will you know we'll see how it goes who do they play this week I don't even a and m I don't know. Where'd my schedule go? My schedule here on the table. Here it is. Right. A&M. Uh, they play no one this week. Oh, oh they're off. Play idle. Well, they, they won't lose. That's good. Two touchdown underdogs. Congratulations. Die. They will uh, They will not lose uh, this week. Uh, another thing uh, going on is this uh, Dan Snyder situation that we alluded to um, earlier where uh, there's a big story with Don Fanata on ESPN today about uh, – Dan Snyder is ready to, uh, if they try to get rid of him, he's got dirt on all of the people, including Roger Goodell, and he's going to expose everything. Um, First thing I would say is Dan Snyder is operating under the assumption that we all think these are good guys. (laughs) So if you give us dirt on people we know are dirty, like, are we really good? Is that really going to move the needle? Not at all. Secondly, does this mean that this is a lifetime appointment for him because he could just he could hit the nuclear button at any point and they don't want that to happen. This feels like Is he gonna la- hold the biggest business in our country hostage? This feels like the last act of a desperate man. That's right. <laughs> to me. Could be the first act of Henry the Eighth. I don't know. <laughs> Thirdly, if you read this story, um Stadium is mentioned approximately thirty times. Here's what's going on. The owners aren't mad about all of this stuff with females and and all, all all that all that stuff that gets the attention. Here's what the owners are mad about. Dan Snyder is so bad. He can't get anybody in local government to help him raise money for a new stadium 
And so the commander's value is going down, which means that when he does have to sell, mm-hmm. he's going to get, less, get money, less money. And yeah. that's what they all don't want. They want every team to be at worth probably $3 billion right now, I would imagine, um, when they are sold. So, like, what did Rob Walton pay in that group uh, for, for the lot. Broncos, Four, right? Three, three and a half. Yeah. Like that. So that, that's yeah. what they, they want when what the owners want. They don't care about morality. They don't care about being good citizens. They don't care about any of that. Here's what the owners care about is that when a franchise is sold, it gets the most money possible because that means all of theirs are worth more. That's the deal. And he can't do that now because he can't get a facility deal done with local politicians because none of them want to work with him. Nope. So that's why he's no good to Whatever them. the Broncos sold for, the, the the commanders would have to sell for more. And that's and it just keeps escalating and escalating and escalating. He can't go backwards. Right. And um, uh, the Broncos went for 4 6 five. So I would imagine that they want the commanders to sell for $5 billion, and the commanders may not be able to command $5 billion right now because they have a crumbling facility, literally. A stadium is, that rains poop on its spectators. That stadium is not that old. But it's in terrible it's, disarray yeah, yeah. because no one's taking care of anything. It's really right. not. It's They built that. It's It was it, built in 2000. It was, I think it opened in 99 was or 2000. Okay, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Wow. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So maybe 98. But I... I, I not you're not far off there, so that's what this is about. This isn't about treating people badly in the office or you know having a boys club or even the team name. It's not about any of that stuff. It's about he poses a threat to make all of our businesses worth less, and we don't like that. Furthermore, he's going to have to borrow a bunch of money to pull yeah. this off, and they may not be willing to open the line of credit in the NFL very to true. this guy. That's very, another very thing. true. So this that's what this is all about. I mean, the article today. It mentioned stadium like 30-some-odd times. It opened That's in 1997. A... Okay. Well, we were close. Yeah, we were in the neighborhood. It's still not that old. No. I mean, there are there are stadiums. Arrowhead's operate... 50 years old. Yeah, exactly. It's in much better shape than that Yes. Place yes. Wrigley hey, Field is over 100 years old. That's right. Old. It's yes. in better operating condition right. than, but, uh, than that place. But what grabs all the attention is that um, apparently none of the owners like him. And he's got a private investigator, and he's mm-hmm. going to drop all this dirt on everybody. Well, that's yeah. I mean, that's the that's the which, go, that's the political go-to is move. Probably true, but uh. I don't know. Does that mean that they'll just keep him in power forever because they don't want him to hit the nuclear button? I don't know about that either. Tuesday's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, well, he he's banned, isn't he? He can't go to the owners' meetings. That's right. I think his wife has yeah, to. Think, uh, yeah, I was going to say he has to have a representative there, so he's not even part of it. Another report today. While he's not involved in football business, he's the only person in the organization that wanted them to get Carson Wentz. But he's not involved anymore. Like Ron Rivera didn't want nobody, nobody wanted Carson wanted Wentz him. except Dan Snyder. So non-football guys making football decisions, brilliant. That's right. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and the other thing you need to know about uh, Dan Snyder is he's a former ad executive, and none of those people can be trusted. So I mean, we, I mean, so I mean, here we are, folks, with the uh, Dan Snyder situation about to um, about to boil over here. But it's more about the fact that he can't get top dollar for a sale because he doesn't have the facility and all that stuff. And, and he can't get help. Like, no. you got to have local politicians help you do these well, deals. Well, yeah, you That's can't you do it to, on your own. You've got to have the help of not only the local politicians but the public. You, yeah. you, you just nobody likes him there. No, no, he is very, very, very unpopular. So if I'm the, the, the fine folks in the, uh, the district, I ain't doing anything. I'm sitting on my hands, man. I'll, I'll just let, it, I'll let Rome burn around you. Yeah, all all the while just ha 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 ha. Yeah. What's also um, interesting about this mm. is that 
I have no doubt that it's true that he hired PIs that he's got like I I believe all that. Sure. It's 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 in line with um with what we know about him. Yeah. To do to do something wasn't like he, this. Wasn't he in like tech at some point? Mm, yeah, well, the, or am I th- am I according to Wikipedia, Cuban? which of course is uh, never wrong. No, never. He made his uh, fortune by selling uh, advertisements on like uh, walls in like mm. offices and stuff, like where people sit and wait around. That's how he made his. Uh, that's how he made his fortune. Yeah, that's huh? right. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I guess so. Hmm. So no, it seems like a swell guy. <laughs> swell guy really does, doesn't he? Yeah, oh, man. But. The other thing people are wondering, too, is, like, will um, this be brought up during the Commanders-Bears broadcast tonight on Prime Video? God, I Here, hope so. Here's what I think will happen, okay? I think that they will tell them to not bring it up, and Al Michaels will bring it up anyway, because Al Michaels doesn't care. Hmm. He's in his 70s. He's had a career. He's not in line to call the Super Bowl anymore anyway. He'll, he'll bring it up. And if he doesn't, he'll allude to it in some way, shape, or form. This is, the only, be this is the only reason to tune into the game. And honestly, the streaming numbers were not as good as they the, the streaming numbers are slowly declining, which is well, so are the games. Well, to yeah, be fair. but that yeah, but that's all. I mean, that's the point. The games are getting like, worse. Chiefs, Chargers, we'll show up. Okay, for we'll that. show up for that one. But Broncos, Colts, not so much. No, yeah. no, no, they're getting worse. So, <laughs> you know, you got to have something. And, you know, Herb Street making fun of uh, Denver fans as they're leaving the game in the fourth <laughs> right. quarter with it tied 9-9 nine to nine, saying they've had enough. You know, that if that's what you're tuning in for, you're in trouble. That enterprise, $11 billion for that. They are, um, they're, if they haven't already, they're having meetings today to how to address this in the game because <laughs> you have to address this during the game. Like, that's what you have to do. Well, sure. I mean, and, if, um, it, if it's front page on ESPN.com and yeah. Fox.com, FoxSports.com and all that, yeah, it's got to come up, especially if you have the game. Yes. If they didn't have commanders on, on Thursday night, eh, maybe. No. You, 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 I don't know. It comes up in your blowout material. Maybe. Yeah. But you got them tonight. And boy, yeah. wait till you see the Bears uniforms. Uh, if Thursday night football didn't suck enough, there are going to be 11 road cones. On the field for the Chicago yeah. Bears tonight. Yeah. And I'm not talking about the players. I'm talking about the uniforms. They're bright they orange. And the helmets are orange. Yeah. Bears will be totally unrecognizable. Good. They'll be in orange. The commanders will be in white, I assume. Yes. I will be okay. watching anything else but that. You will watch a replay of Tuesday's baseball game. That is correct. On MLB Network. That is correct. I'm hoping, you- I'm hoping today's, <laughs> this afternoon's baseball game goes 71 innings. It might. Just so I don't have to even pay attention <laughs> that, to whatever that is. That was. could happen. Yeah, I know. For it, seventy-one innings, please. Seventy-one innings. Is Dan angling for a role on Real Housewives? Eh, it could be. I mean, that's a that's a possibility, I guess. Anyway, he anyway he cuts this. He's going to be fine financially, but he just wants all of it, everything he can possibly get his hands. Well, on. that's the other thing about this. Like that guy um, uh, out in Phoenix is having to sell the Phoenix Suns. But, I mean, he's going to net money from the sale of the right. team. Like he's not going to make zero dollars out of that. Today, I'm going to ask you this question, just off the top of your head. Right now, world's worst person, Russell Westbrook, Dan Snyder. Dan Go. Snyder. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Rusted Westbrook's just in a in a crappy work situation. I don't think he's a terrible person. Yeah, I know Dan Snyder's put, a terrible put, person. Put a happy face on and work with your uh, work with your teammates. Russ ain't doing that. He picked no. a fight last night, wouldn't talk to AD. AD didn't have anything to do with it. I am, uh, I'm going mm. to be completely exhausted. If 
We're already keeping up with Laker in-game <laughs> in beefs, and we're not even to the regular season got yet. Dude, we got a week before the regular season I am starts. going to be so exhausted on that league and those teams. Between yeah. them and the Nets, I've, I'm not. there's not oh a my chance. God. DQ, not turning DQ, any of that you on. need to put, uh, for your five worst people of the week, put those two down, Dan Snyder and Russell Westbrook. Did you see the video of Ben Simmons on a playground? Yeah, you like airballed oh it or something. Oh, my. And it wasn't close. Yeah, you can't shoot. No. No, he can't. Which is important to that job. It's kind of central to it, yeah. But this is all it's going to be. This is why, you know, I gave up watching Sports Center and all of those shows quite a while ago because all they do is find a new way to tell these stories every single day. And I don't care mm-hmm. about the Lakers and the Nets. and I, I, None of that interests me at all. So, I don't know, man. The NBA is, is a, t- it's a drama TV show off the court. Yes. Everybody's got beef with everybody. I don't like it. I love it. I, I like it. free agency. That's the be- July's the best month of the NBA season. Clearly, clearly, because you're gonna what you're doing is you're all you're doing. That's a TV writers meeting. Is okay. Let's move some characters around. Yeah. Figure out who we're gonna beef with this year. Yeah, I'm all, I'm here for it. They man. have figured out a way to increase the um, the revenue and the value of their league and have the least important regular season of any of it's the sports. It's the worst product it of sucks. all the professional sports. It's terrible. it's terrible. And yet it's worth the second most, Absolutely. probably the NFL, right? It is. That is I have invested the last six weeks going into every NBA off beef. I got them all. I know them all. I'm Good. ready for I'm this. I'm glad you're on top of that I, am, I couldn't care it less. Is, it is the real uh, housewives of Beverly Hills. It's yeah. what it is. You got a bunch of prima donnas running around who make way too much money. And they're beefing over the stupidest little things. What is the least, um, the team with the least drama and it's just about basketball the most? Is it Milwaukee? No. No. Now, they're 0-5 in the preseason. Who and there's, cares? But, but, the preseason. but they're asking Giannis about it. Now, it's starting to, there's a little bit of a drumbeat up there. The team with, the, uh, the playoff team with the least drama right now is probably the T-Wolves. There's nothing going on up there. The Grizzlies? Uh, the Grizzlies don't have anything going really going on. If I do, if I did follow this sport, I would need to be a team that I could just watch the games and not have to think about it any other time, except when I'm watching the games. I don't want to read about this person saying this thing. The Mavs. This person. You, you, the Mavs. Cuban keeps that thing pretty much under wraps, and you got Luca down there. Yeah, but Cuban is. A, I, 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 but we've, that, got, we've got one loud mouth in Dallas. We don't need two. But I mean, come on. But he's Jerry Jones light. That, that's what Cuban's role is. Cuban's you probably got more. You don't have, than Jerry Jones. with the team. You don't have to worry about it. It's it's Cuban only. The team's actually pretty good. Luca's really fun to watch. I don't know. Now you want—I mean, you want just absolute insanity, things, something every day. You want the Lakers. I don't want that. I, okay. I want anything but that. Now if, I don't want. If that. I told you this offseason, the player that's been surprisingly quiet—it's been James Harden. You would say that's stunning. To he me. restructured his contract. Now it's Sixer friendly. He's they're in shape. No, I'm not saying they're going to win, but win either. you. But he's a ticking time bomb. He's he's a Odell. He's just, you know, something's going to happen. It's going to set him off. He's going to start eating again. He's going to start going to strip clubs. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> but right now, he's like him. a model citizen. He even trimmed his beard. I'm, I'm going with the Detroit Pistons. Seems like there's not a lot going Dude, they, on up there. They're horrible. That seems they like there's not a lot suck. going on up there. I'll go with them. That's what I'll go with. All right. Or the Spurs. They got nothing going yeah, on. Yeah, Pops guy. Yeah, you're good down there. There's nothing that. going on down there. But and then I'm a front runner, though. But no, they're not good. Okay. Well, then I'm not a front You want like Portland. I don't like Portland. I can't stay up the late watching games. Um, let me think. East Coast team. Sixers. Go Sixers. I hate the James Harden. 
Oh, okay. He represents everything wrong with the United States. I can't. I can't do it. What? Everything that's wrong with the United yes. States? Yes. Yes. He's a young person that wants to get paid to not work. He represents everything wrong with the United States. James Harden. Yes. Okay. So absolutely. Uh, what about the Heat? Tyler Hero? Mm, maybe. Well, then then there's only one answer. <laughs> Join me. There's only one place for the New York. R.J. Barrett. Evan Fournier. Let's go. DQ, can you see us texting back and forth on a random <laughs> Thursday during the Nick game? Oh, what a shot by Barrett. Did you the see that? Knicks, the Knicks-Cavs game on a Monday night. Oh, my God. I know Bill's Chiefs are playing, but Knicks-Cavs, man. Did, did you see? <laughs> did you hear what what Walt Frazier just said on the broadcast? That's funny Dude, stuff. Dude, I love Walt. Walt, you know who Walt is? He's Keith Hernandez. Moving and grooving. He is Keith Hernandez, man. He's great. I love me some Walt. All right. The team you're looking for is Oklahoma City. Uh, I'll pass. Hey, Thank you can you. do that. You got uh, Jalen Williams over there. I did that once before. I'm not going back there. Okay. I was a, I was a Thunder fan. What about the Bulls? When I lived in Fort Smith. What? The Bulls. Uh, no. So I don't know. Maybe I'm going to follow a, D, a G League team, like uh, the like North Dakota or somebody. I don't know. Maybe I'll find a G League team. Those games are out there somewhere. I can watch those. At Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we specialize in getting you exactly what you want. Custom jewelry, professional repairs. We can even fix eyeglasses and other small trinkets. Now we offer services with a new laser engraving slash cutting machine. We can mark any shape or design you need. Company logos, fingerprints, religious symbols, even actual pictures can be engraved or just cut out into shape and preserved in metal forever. We can also engrave on other materials, glass, wood, plastic. Just ask. You can get what you want without settling for less. We can take any design or picture and turn it into a forever keepsake. Come see Nathan and let him tell you all the details. You can get exactly what you want at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russellville. Core Jewelry! Chuck Barrett here. I know a thing or two about making great calls in Arkansas. And when it comes to your home service needs, make the call to Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. The friendly pros at Pascal have been serving Arkansas for more than 50 years. And as the weather changes, make sure your system is ready with a Pascal protection plan. Call the pros at Pascal and get a seasonal tune-up, discounted services, and priority scheduling. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned. Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. Um, Starkville had, again... I vote to go to Starkville over Provo. Starkville, we had signal. We had signal. We heard Ty. We heard him I need move. him to get on top of a mountain. <laughs> the highest mountain he can find. We heard Ty. Yeah, we, we, well, Ty, you know, lower elevations, that seems to work. <laughs> no. We had him a minute ago. and Wait, uh, Well, maybe it's uh, past curfew uh, in Utah. I don't know. It's too late in the day to, to see what we're uh, going to. Have here. All right, let's try this again All here right. as we uh, check in with Tommy Kraft live in um, in Provo uh, with, the, with the very latest. Can you hear us now? Well, you can hear us. Can we hear you? I, I can guess? hear you fine. Hey, there yeah, he I is. Mean, All right. What'd you do differently this time? Well, I got out of the car. Uh, well, that, that <laughs> probably doesn't. Okay. All right. Good stuff. So, hey, um, before before we do the, the serious stuff, uh, Patricia is in Utah. Have, have you guys run into each other yet? Uh, I've run into a lot of Hulk fans. I don't know that I've run into that would be memorable if I did. You'd know. <laughs> You'd know. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, just you know, keep your head on a swivel. All right. I think I'd hear her coming. 
So uh, there's a lot of people there already it, for for a Saturday game. People are showing up already, huh? Well, I moved down south. To, uh, I'm I'm actually at Arches National Park as we speak. That might be part of the reason for it. But I had three bars. I thought three bars would be good enough. Uh, everywhere I have been, Derek, from the airport in Tulsa to the unplanned visit to the airport in Dallas <laughs> to Salt Lake City, I've seen Razorback fans all in transit with me every step of the way. Restaurants. Uh, today, I've been to Canyonland National Park and to Arches. Hog fans. I've seen. I mean, basically every stop you make, you'll see at least one hat, shirt. I'm wearing a Razorback shirt today, and you're getting a, you're getting a few woo pigs, go hogs. Met some people from Fort Smith, from Newport, just people I'd never seen before that are here. And uh, so I don't know if there's going to be, you know, thousands and thousands, but there there is certainly a presence already. People uh, are out seeing the sights in Utah. I, I was reading something yesterday. The game's a sellout. So I would imagine that uh, that there will be a number of Razorback fans up there because I, I, BYU doesn't normally sell out. Uh, this That place is – I'd imagine you're going to see probably, you know, 20, 25% of that stadium's red. Well – when, when an SEC t- team comes to town in, in these type of schools, they show up. And I think that's what you'll see is people from around Utah, which, you know, from what we heard uh, earlier this week on Chuck's podcast, I didn't know if you all knew that Chuck had a podcast. Yeah, um, yeah. We're, vaguely, we're vaguely aware of it. It's called Giving the Hogs, Chuck. Mm. Um, they were talking about 90% of the population in the state of Utah lives within an hour and a half of Salt Lake City, which would encompass Provo, Orem, Ogden, all those places. So, uh, I think when you have an SEC team come into a place like Provo, they, they show up. And uh, that, I think, you know, that's a big part of the crowd. But I do think you'll see three, four, five thousand 5,000 Razorback fans here. There's no question. This is, um, this is the most important football game in a while for a lot of different reasons because I don't think any of us want to experience going into a bye week with a four-game losing streak. Well, it, it, it seems like a crossroad moment, no question. I don't know that you throw the season away. I think there's reasons, not making excuses, but there's reasons why they're you know, on this skid. Now, A, you played a really good Alabama team in the middle of it, and I think a, a pretty good Mississippi State team you caught at the wrong time. And A&M, you're a foot and a half on a field goal or something like that from, from winning that game. But injuries have decimated you. You don't get better with your backup quarterback in. Uh, so, I mean, there's some reasons why they're at. I don't know that the season's over if you lose here, but – it certainly feels like you have a whole lot less to play for. Yesterday, uh, Hunter Yurichek was out sort of dialing down expectations. Um, where say, were you in August? Yeah, yeah we're not, uh, <laughs> running 180 degrees from where uh, where they were in, in August. But I've, I've been saying all week, this is the biggest game of Sam Pittman's tenure. This is it. If you go in, like Derek said, you go into a, the, the bye week with a four-game losing streak, everybody's job, players, coaches, everybody's job's on the line. Everything is open for – everything's uh, open for interpretation. Kinkle. Jobs are on the line. Yeah. Week? Who's? I think I think the Bryles Odom's question is legitimate. You're going to have to ask questions about your defensive backs coach because things are not good on the defensive side. You can't be in the bottom 120. You can't be 120 or lower on, on the defensive side of the ball and not ask questions. I didn't say they were going to get run. I just said you've got to start asking questions. Well, you got two two defensive back coaches. One of them's Odom. I don't. I think when you start really analyzing the injuries and some of the things that have went on, they're certainly on the offensive side, they got problems with the fact that they're too one dimensional. They got to get the passing game going. There's there's no question that, that uh they need to make some vast improvements in that department. But I don't know what else you want Barry Odom to do. Now if you want to argue that he should be recruited better, they should have more depth on the roster through the portal, 
you know, that's a conversation. But with what he's got to deal with right now, you know, I don't know what other decisions you you know he he can make. I, I feel like he's a little bit handcuffed. Well, you know, he is. I, I he's hear what you're saying. There's there, there's a sense of urgency this week, but I don't know that jobs are on the line. He's he's handcuffed by personnel, but these are guys that they misevaluated. It was pretty can't play football. I mean, they they are they're at a point where I mean these are this these are not Chad Morris recruits primarily. Most of this roster are guys they brought in, and if you're talking about depth issues, these they have not brought in depth enough to supplant any sort of injuries. I mean, I, I hate the the next man up stuff, but I mean, when when you sustain one, I mean, they've sustained one major injury in the uh, in the secondary, and it's caused it's just wreaked havoc. Yeah, but weren't we just talking four weeks ago how they've been crushing it in the portal? How great they were! Yeah, getting guys out of the portal. They missed. They missed on on several. I mean, no, I mean, you're right about the passing game. I mean, the the, the passing game, guys got to get open. I mean, if you're going to help KJ out, you got guys got to get open. Right now, they're not doing it. Well, how many times have you heard a head coach say we're too one dimensional? No, oh, never, yeah. <laughs> never. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have a coach that I mean, he knows what the problems are. Um, now, this is a run first football team. You know, they're going to be like one and a half dimensional at best, right? They're never going to be a, a balance. Now, I know the numbers were balanced last week, but their problems last week were where, guys? At the goal line. Mm-hmm. You know, Malik managed to move them up and down the field uh, for the most part. What is it, 240 and 240, roughly, something like that? You know, almost 500 or five, whatever it is. I, you know, problem was you get to the goal line twice and don't score. So uh, they get squeezed down in that smaller red zone, particularly inside the five, and it's not just Malik. You go back to the A&M game. There's four or five examples where they get to the goal line and they have problems punching it in. Yeah, see, uh, Tommy Kraft's live from Utah here on uh, on Ruskin and Zach. See, I think that the group that uh, a group that's skating without any criticism is the offensive line right now, and I'm not sure why that is, but, I mean, they couldn't – they get no push down there in, in either of those instances uh, that you talked about, uh, Tommy. And this is supposed to be the biggest, baddest offensive line on the planet – and they can't get a yard. I mean, it, that they, those guys. It seems like they're skating while everybody's blaming Kendall or they're blaming Barry Odom. No one's blaming the offensive line, and they're mm-hmm. they're in the middle of all this. Well, the Schaeferian view on it is they're what third in the SEC and eleventh nationally in rushing offense. And that the, wouldn't that be the counterpoint? I think to what you're talking about is the rushing yards are there, but well, we're talking about red zone offense. Yeah, and I, I think it's like you know, it's not really so much you know you have to go back and analyze them. You know, you know when when they had some some plays that scored deeper in the red zone, but they've got real problems at five because there's no threat to pass the football, and that's what it comes back to. You know, you've got an offensive line. I agree with you, but when you flood the box defensively because you know Arkansas is going to run it, or they may try to die for it. You know, I guess that you could pass your whole body over the goal line as we saw attempted. You know, the defense knows exactly what's coming. Arkansas just doesn't have the ability, particularly in tight windows to get it done, and that's what we've seen inside the five. I don't know how many pass plays they call, but I bet it's uh, way out of balance with run plays. Well, I I, I think they, they assumed back, you know, when they were 3-0 that the offensive line, the running game, all this stable of running backs, that was the strength, and they're playing to that strength, and I think what they're finding out is as the – and I think you said it earlier. I mean, Alabama's really good. I think Mississippi State's underrated defensively. I think they're a really good football team. But as the talent level seems to, you know, seems to keep uh, etch up, they're not necessarily pushing teams the way they thought they would, and they haven't adjusted particularly well to it. There was no counterpunch to that. They thought they could run people over. They might be able to get away with that this week because BYU is a particularly great against the run. Yeah. But going forward, when you start playing teams that have eight defensive linemen, 
probably why they're favored, get a little, right? Yeah, probably why they're favored. It's going to get a little bit more difficult when you've got teams that can rotate eight guys in there. All right, who's the premier quarterback on this team? This team? KJ. KJ. Yeah. All right, who's the premier running back? Sanders. Who's the premier wide receiver? Great question. They don't don't have know. One. Yeah. There's your problem. Your problem is this team does you know, everybody wants to have all the you know, they're missing knock or they're missing Burks, they're missing Burks, they're missing you know, every team misses someone that gets drafted in the first round or hell in Arkansas, anyone drafted at all is someone hard to replace. Of course they're missing Burks, but the problem isn't that Burks went to the NFL. The problem is there is no premier wide receiver to be a real threat that the opponents have to be accountable for on every mm. single play. That's what needs to be identified. That's what needs to happen is Landers or Hazelwood. We've seen a little bit out of Hazelwood. One of these guys got to step up. Thompson's been hurt. Somebody's got to be the go-to guy in passing game. And we just haven't seen a wide receiver really develop as the premier wide receiver on this team. Well, and that goes back to the evaluation thing is, you know, did, did they miss? I mean, the time will tell. Uh, they also thought Trey Knox would be a bigger red zone target. I know he had a couple early. We haven't heard a whole lot from him in the red zone lately. Oh, that's 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 a fair point, and and he's he might be your best pass catcher. I mean, can't lump him in with the wide receivers, but he might be your most reliable pass catcher at this point. So, um, you're out there in Utah, and um, you know, what else is like? What 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 else? What other touristy things are on the agenda for you? You've got tomorrow. You've got some of Saturday. What what what's what's on the lineup here? Well, today, right now, I'm in Arches National Park, which. Uh, it's like the Grand Canyon, just not quite as majestic. I mean, really, Utah and Arizona. If I just sent back pictures of both places, you wouldn't know. I mean, unless you really knew, it'd be hard to tell the difference in a lot of the the, the scenery and the landscape and the canyons. And uh, I was over at one place earlier today because I couldn't get in Canyonland. It's amazing how many tourists are out here right now, and a lot of them Razorbacks uh, that I've run into. Uh, so, every, all the bats in the south. I drove like, and you forget how far north. Salt Lake City in that area is. I drove three hours to get down to I-70 today, wow. which is the interstate that runs through Denver and most of central Colorado, to get to the southern part of the state where really all the uh, the national parks and the, the, the nature attractions are in this state. Uh, tomorrow I'm planning to, to spend most of it in Provo, Salt Lake, uh, that area. I'm going to go to Moab for dinner tonight, and then it's about a, about a three-hour track back, three and a half hours back to Provo. What's on the menu tonight? I can't imagine Utah barbecue is any good. <laughs> no, actually, that's where we're doing the show on Saturdays at Bam Bam's Barbecue, okay. which uh, was on Diners. I believe it was oh, yeah, Diners, Triple Diners, T. And Dives. Okay, all right. Uh, and then there's another place called Boss Sauce I want to check out, which is uh, like the number one soul food place. And it's, oh, it's kind of got that yeah. Mama Dean thing, because on the mm-hmm. menu they got that red Kool-Aid drink. Yeah. You know it's good if they uh-huh. got that. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Well. I've been, one of our listeners DM me some suggestions. And and was talking about the parks and everything. I know that's like you know Clark W. Griswold stuff. But that's what you do when you're in Utah. You come to all these parks because it's it's unlike anything else you've ever seen. But he gave me a suggestion: a uh, quesadilla Madillo. It's a food truck in Moab, and I'm going to probably go check that out and then head back north. Okay. All right, Tommy Craft uh, with us here. One, one last Utah. question: yes. we, were, we were talking about this yesterday. Top five worst airports in the country. Well, I named three that were not on my list. Salt Lake City, Ruskin, you and I 
changed planes through there back in like oh nine. Yeah, and I don't remember it as bad. It was a and I because my watch it, it was such a far walk from my gate to get to the rental car counter. My watch went off wanting to start a wor- a workout. <laughs> it was a mile. It was one mile from from my gate to the Alamo rental desk. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, so I'm gonna put Salt Lake on that list just because of the walk at eleven thirty at night. But I wasn't too high on airports uh, yesterday. I think still Midway and Chicago can be one of the worst. Atlanta is mm-hmm. so busy, yes. something's bound to go wrong. Absolutely, there. they just park the planes wherever they want. That's oh, true. Yeah, it's, it's so awful. that those would be be two that are uh, that are high on my list. And we, and Love Field has like you know I like it because it's got Southwest, but they got like nothing there to offer unless you just like water burger and. Dickie's barbecue, and I yeah. spent about seven hours in it yesterday. <laughs> yeah, Tommy. By and I, the way, if you weren't listening this morning, bag of Doritos, Coke Zero, and a payday for supper last night. Any mm. ideas what those three items cost in the airport? Twenty-two dollars. Twelve dollars. Twelve dollars forty-two cents. Oh, look yes. at you! you yeah. the I just won the showcase showdown. You did. You, yeah, you win both showcases. Well, you know, I, I went through DFW uh, a couple months ago, and I know exactly what that cost. Tommy and I had the worst rental car experience of anyone's life in Vegas. Oh my god! We stood oh in god. line for an hour at the Fox rental car, and no one, no one was there. No one was working. There were people furious. It was unbelievable. I've never seen anything like that. Sometimes you figure out why they're the low-cost provider. So. <laughs> that's right. Sometimes the lowest bidder isn't always the best deal. That's, so. Yeah, that's that's true. Absolutely. All right. Uh, well, thank you, and uh, safe travels and all that out there in, uh, in Utah. Thanks for uh, joining all us. All right. I'll be in Provo tomorrow. If y'all want to round it up again, we can, uh, we can do it tomorrow. All okay. right. Sounds good. All right. That's Tommy Kraft live uh, behind enemy lines in Utah, um, about three hours from Provo, apparently. So there you go. <laughs> There it is. Your drive home powered by Mr. Sparky here on Ruskin and Zach on ESPN Arkansas and hit that line dot com. Well, there, there you go. go. There it is. I, I, now, Chris, is. I like the Alamo counter. Uh, the Alamo is, uh, I've had no issues with them. I don't mind the Alamo counter. Okay. And, in fact, you go to, um, um, you go to Orlando to the Sanford Airport, the Allegiant Airport, Alamo's there. They take care of you. You don't have to wait a million hours. Good work. And it's cheap. Mm. You can't beat that. There you go. All right. Minneapolis Airport, you go into like this little, um, it's like into this little bullpen, and you hand them your reservation. Like you go into this little kiosk, you print off your reservation, and they bring you the car. You just stand in this little bullpen for like five minutes. Wonderful. How great was it that when we went to it, it totally (laughs) crapped out the first time? It was just perfect. Well, you know, sometimes the low cost provider isn't always it's the low best cost on track phone or something. What is going on? Uh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's fantastic. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, so get that dig in about the, the the podcast thing again. I heard Just, about that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I heard about yeah. that. Yeah. 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 I, 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 yes. Yeah. Okay. All Just, right. Just want to make sure everybody heard. Look what I stole. Go ahead. Heartland Honda Power Sports, Power Equipment, and Marine in Springdale is your go-to place for outdoor fun. They are Arkansas's first Level 5 Honda Powerhouse dealership, providing everything Honda makes except automobiles. Honda street bikes, dirt bikes, scooters, ATVs, side-by-sides. I got them all right there at Heartland Honda. They got the parts and accessories you need to enjoy your favorite products. Family-owned and operated since 1996. Exit 72 in Springdale, just north of the Cracker Barrel. Work hard, play hard. Heartland Honda. Okay. What are you doing? You're throwing a baseball up in the air. 
Yeah, it's just waiting for you to finish. Okay, I'm here, ready to go. I don't interrupt the live reads. You're not supposed to. It's bad form. That is right. Yeah. The um, Dude. the Astros have taken the lead. Yeah, now. freaking Three Alvarez. Jordan went deep again. Stop pitching to him. Yeah, just what's wrong with the Mariners? Will someone drill him already. Just get it over with. Just get that poppy vibe to me. Yeah, yeah. It just stop pitching to him. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play in pick'em contests versus other people for a shot at winning 150000 plus in cash. Download the app, choose the contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet on up to five player prop over-unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Sign in now with promo code HTL at NoHouseAdvantage.com or download the app on the app stores to get a first deposit match up to $25. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy redefined. And remember to use the promo code HTL. Because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. You're listening to the Ruskin and Zach podcast brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. Here to help with all your residential and commercial roofing needs. Call Joey and his team at 479-312-7369 or check them out online at unitedrw.com. Now, you um mm-hmm. you you follow uh the beautiful game. I do. And um the World Cup is this year. Yeah. As I I'm going to start the hour with a World Cup story to completely drive the audience away. Um it's not just a World Cup story, it's a no. life story. Well, but they're not gonna. People don't hear past that. They hear soccer right. and they hang. Well, it's not really about soccer. It's about beer. But they don't. So they don't hear that. <laughs> but if though. you led with beer, they they well, beer girl. Okay. I have a beer story. All for right, you. there you go. The um, the World Cup will have special zones mm-hmm. for drunken people to sober up. That is correct. <laughs> um, so if anyone is traveling to Qatar or Qatar or whatever we're calling it. Behind um, enemy lines. Behind literally. enemy lines, literally, at, in Qatar. Um, was, that, was that not right? Okay. Um, so what the, these zones, I, I read this article earlier today. Um, here in the United States, we call them police stations. <laughs> They're going to have zones where you will be escorted to sober up because they're only selling alcohol. Alcohol is outlawed in, in these countries. Um they only sell alcohol in the stadiums, and yeah. they will be pulling people randomly, I'm sure, out of line as you're leaving the stadium uh, to go it, to the sober zone. The sober zone. Right. Which Not w- quite like the ESPN zone, no, but, uh, no, no, no. but the sober zones will include a one-time filing fee. Oh, good. Here in the United States, we call it bail. <laughs> oh, yes, and if you're going to the World Cup, enjoy. Because they ain't got due process over there. Even if you haven't had any, you'll still be, uh, you'll have these one-time filing fees. It's a place to make sure they keep themselves safe. They're <laughs> not harmful to anybody else. That's what Al Cater says, the chief executive of the Supreme Committee to right. Sky News. Right. Oh, you're yeah. never wrong. No, 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 no. I, I the sobering tent. I, I do, I do love European. Football, I, I do like it. I cannot wait to see how this thing goes down because it is going to be a colossal failure. <laughs> and it, they're going to, I 
and the, the fun part's going to be like as the British journalists and the French and the Germans and all, all the, the world media starts reporting on this stuff about how just awful these these zones are, and then the journalists start disappearing. <laughs> that's, so, yes, that's yeah, right. it's going to be a good time. Uh, yeah. It's going to be wonderful. We are, that is, as a, again, that is literally behind enemy lines. Oh, yeah. Um, when we uh, bring you the World Cup coverage here on, uh, <laughs> on Ruskin. <laughs> I can't wait. I, and the, we sent Ty and he never I, came back. Hey, we don't know what you, happened to real him. Real quick for me. Um, find out how far ahead Cutter is on, um, uh, on the world clock. I'm on it. I'm just curious because those games, I'm guessing, are going to be on at like 3 o'clock in the morning. Okay. Great TV draw there. It's 1.14 a.m. on So they tomorrow. are seven seven hours? They're eight, eight hours, eight hours ahead. ahead of us. They're eight hours ahead. So if a game started at 11, it's 3 a.m. Yeah, they must be lonely. Well, they stagger the times. It'll be 11, like 11, 3, and 11, 3, and He missed seven. it again. I got I'm it. I'm over here no, knocking I got it. out jokes. I got it. I got it. I got it. So nothing. They'll we really need a studio audience. I yeah, think. we really do. <laughs> Get a laugh track. Right. <laughs> yeah. We used to have a laugh track. So we'll, we'll have games at like 3 a.m., 6 a.m., and the late game will be 9 a.m. Oh, goody. Yeah. Oh, the, the nightcap. Yep. Can't wait. Pack 12 before breakfast, not after dark in that case. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Chad and Rogers says when the journalists start disappearing, Al Jazeera will report the great success of FIFA. Let's send Cup. you. Behind enemy lines, I would, literally. I, I'm actually, I'm. I know the World Cup's coming here. I, I want to go to that. I, I really, I went to the one in '94 in the United we, States. We will not have sober zones when the U.S. hosts the no, World Cup. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I sat in the top row of the Cotton Bowl oh, as God. a college student watching World Cup soccer down in Dallas. Wow. Um, it was, it was fine. It's a very different crowd. It's not a, it's not an SEC crowd. I can assure you that. <laughs> no. Nope. It's much worse. No one's yelling. Throw the ball. Oh. You're down 20. <laughs> that doesn't happen at the World Well, Cup. it does. It just happens um, in a different language with music, and they're dancing to it. You've got to yeah. throw the ball. I, 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 this is uh, what, what years? 15 years ago. I was in I was in England, and I went to um, I went to a Chelsea match, and uh, first time I'd ever been to a, a, a Premier League match. And I'm over there, and like I can't figure out what these people are chanting. And I asked the guy I was with, I'm like, what are they chanting? And it was just a series of profanities at the manager of the team they were playing. I I'm love like, that. You know, and I'm like, I can get into so this. So it's not that far off from no, the No, it SEC. really isn't. It's not that it's far about off. about the same. But they do it in an English accent, which makes it sound much more cultured. That's right. Yes, exactly. It, That's it sounds cool when they're going bleep you, bleep you, bleep <laughs> Southern you. accent in Starkville, not as cultured. Not, not nearly. Do it in England, say the same words. Oh, it's totally different. Uh, now, that Hos- accent is Hos-Sifa magical. says that we should watch the show on Wrexham, which I am. I, Wrexham. Re- Re- the Damn near AMC. killed him. I-, I have two episodes to go. <laughs> they put out the season finale last week in three episodes, and I'm going to uh, watch the last two tonight. It's great. I- I'm, I'm, I'm. Soccer crowds are fun. You get the right one, they can be a lot of fun. You get the know. wrong one, I you're miss- probably going to get I- smoke w- bombs, and you're probably going to get into a fight. I would miss play calling guy if I went to a soccer match. I love play calling guy. He- he's an expert from up Ian there. Ian Dark? John Champion? No, like the guy in the stands. It's oh, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kendall, you idiot! Yeah, that guy, yeah. you know what I mean? Run the ball! Right, yeah. <laughs> Love it so much. Yeah. The best. I, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm very excited. Well, good. What, well, what, year anyway. is that? What, what year is this? This is 22, so it's 26? We get the World Cup? I don't know. Is that know. right? I, sure. Sounds great. It is 22, right? That's, that's still the year, yes, okay. I right. believe. I don't know. Premier League chance of the best. Yeah, they're all profane. 
<laughs> which is which is something I absolutely love. I mean, they'll they'll drop an f bomb in there somewhere, and you'll, and you'll like snap your head around. You're like, what? Good. But they they sure enough do it. Boy, you better be in the right section, or they will beat you. They will beat you senseless. Uh, and they they bring weapons. Good, outstanding. It's a great time. It's fantastic. It's, it's wonderful. It's, a, it's you know, experience <laughs> a different uh, different culture. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, that's uh. So you can um, sober up there. They they don't like the alcohol in a in cutter or Qatar. No, not at all. Not thing. at all, because it gives people ideas. That's right. <laughs> and that's about the last freedom, thing. and we can't have that's that. That's the last no, thing they not. want. Can't have independent thought right. at all. That is not what we I want. I can't here. wait till you hear somebody like John Champion, who's a English uh, a soccer announcer, doing the U.S. broadcasting. He's like, "Well, the conditions here in Qatar are not great." <laughs> no, get your hands off me! You know, they drag him out of the they booth. Put ricin in his water cup. <laughs> okay, boy, that that took a dark turn. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, oh, no, 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 okay, no. Not, right. Well, no, they don't do that there. They'll just take you away, and then you'll you'll never be seen again. I told you they built an entire city in the desert specifically for this purpose. The city, like five years ago, didn't exist. They just built it. I don't like. We, we built that starship. We built this city on rock and roll. Right. <laughs> again, nothing. Now, I, no, no, no. I got you. I'm over here, just like I got, I got. I got three burners going on this stove. And I, nothing. I, I heard it. I was like, eh. I'm like you, the cook at Waffle House, just serving them up, and yeah, it's just nothing. You, you've done better. That one was okay. It was uh, done on the fly. I get it. Yeah. I don't have to take this crap on the road. I mean, you, you try things. So we're gonna we're gonna do a, a World Cup pool. Everybody chip in twenty bucks. You draw twenty bucks. Well, listen, just listen. Hey, to we're me. not all rich and clean like you. All right, <laughs> I, I, calm I, down. I did this four years ago. Everybody chips in twenty bucks. We put all of the teams' names in a hat. And you just draw. Everybody gets a pool of teams. Oh, like the teams. bucket of death? Yeah, you, everybody right. gets a, a pool of teams, and then the winner gets some money. If we lose, do we have to dress up like a no, wrestler no, no, or something no, no. like Avatar mm, no, no, no. does? That no, right. you, you just lose your 20 bucks. All right. Well, we can use that uh, that orange uh, like pumpkin pail that's uh, got right. the prizes right. in it. We can, we can use throw that. it in the uh, the road cone. Yeah. What would be funny is we should do them by flag. Mm. Yes. And don't have any, <laughs> yes. any labeling yes. and see if yes. people can figure out who it is. <laughs> Because there's a lot of people that are going to fail geography. I, I, you know what? I'll do that. Uh, it's 20 bucks to get in. We'll do it by flag. That way you have absolutely no That's idea right. who your team is. That's right. <laughs> Unless it's America or U.S. And then you'll know. Some people might not know that. Uh, all right. Okay. Uh, this says, we all smile in our cars. Well, thank you. Thank that, you. That, see, that's that's enough for me. Yeah. That's enough for me. That's right. Um. Also, they um, built the city on slave labor and bribery, not that's rock and roll. So, so let's be very 100%. clear about that. That's very true. Yeah, it's All back right. under the Seb Blatter regime, <laughs> FIFA. Wow. But All right. I think he's in jail now. He should be. Your drive home is powered by Mr. Sparky here on uh, Ruskin and Zach. Same corruption, different regime. That's right. <laughs> FIFA. Corruption through the generations, <laughs> FIFA. FIFA. <laughs> Making things better since 1936. That's exactly right. <laughs> hey, okay. Oh, my gosh. Seb Blatter's been out for seven years. He's banned until 2028. Oh, he'll be back. Zhao Havilan is the uh, is the current uh, president. No, no, I'm sorry. Isa Hayatu. There you go. He's the new crime Isa. boss. He, he's the new cross. He's the, the, he's the new Don. Crime. Yeah. Oh, God. FIFA and the NFL both like the yeah. mafia. You, you guys think this, the NFL is corrupt. This Dan Snyder thing. Just I mean. Google FIFA. That's right. Man. Dan Snyder's about to put a horse head in Roger Goodell's <laughs> bed, according to the report on ESPN yeah, I, today. God, that'd be fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> I'm smart. I don't want respect. Jan Rogers says, you guys are the best part of my day living in the simulation. DQ, how are we doing on that? Uh, the simulation is going well. Yeah, it's good. Did we ever find the girl from the Packers-Bears no, no, game? No, no, no. She just 
popped into the race from existence. Went into the portal and we never saw her again. Yeah. All right, let's uh, talk to Brad in Fayetteville. Brad, good afternoon. Hey, I, I wanted y'all's take on this. I I don't really blame Odom on this on the defense. I really blame we don't we don't have the guys. What's your guys' take on it? I mean, we're starting a lot of starting a couple of walk-ons. Well, the situation there is you can – here's what I don't know yet. And I'm starting to lean one way, but it's not clear to me yet. Are these guys that they're playing, are they going to be able to do this eventually and it was just way too soon to put them out there, or they can they not actually do the job that is required? And, you know, the thing about – putting players on the field and coaching and all that stuff. Like in football, in college football, not only are you coaching, you are responsible for the roster. You're building it. There's no GM. There's no personnel staff. The coaches are recruiting the players. They're getting the players signed, and then they're putting the players on the field. So there's, you know, I don't know if these guys can do it at an SEC level yet or not. The early returns are not favorable, but... It could also be that they just need more time to get um, to get to get better. I don't know yet. I I, I can't unilaterally sit here and uh, just say they all stink and then none of them are SEC players. I don't know yet. I need more information. But uh, so far, they have not uh, been up to the task yet. Barry Odom is. I mean, you're six games into this. You're halfway through. He's starting to. You got to figure out what your guys do well. Take Tommy Kraft, for instance. He is a excellent general manager. He's not going to let Ty read a farm report. It's too many words. So okay. I mean, hey Ty, you know what this? You sit this one out. Same sort of thing. Don't ask players that uh, that that can't do a certain thing. Don't ask them to do it. You ask you you do what they do well. But this is why fans turn on coaches. Is because ultimately the coaches are responsible for everything. You build the roster. You recruit the players. You do you do all of it. You can't go blame a GM somewhere like in the NFL right. and the coach didn't get to pick the players. Um, oh, you got to shop for the you you, you, you cook you, the dinner. You got to be able to you, you know, got to go groceries. get the groceries. Right. That's exactly right. Now, to be uh, to clarify something you were talking about earlier, mm. like if they if this uh, losing streak goes to four, and uh, there's there's real real trouble here, you're not suggesting immediately changes. No, will be no, made. no 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 okay no no no. no. Because I think that's what I think that's what Tommy was thinking is that no, next week they're no, going to no, start no, firing. People. No, 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 no. You're talking end of the season type of stuff. And I'll use Brian Kelly as an example because I think he he got it in 2017 when he was at Notre Dame. They had a horrible season. They were four and eight. Everything was bad. And he evaluated at the end of the year every coach on his staff. He blew out three quarters of his staff. New coordinators, new uh, new position guys. Brought in a lot of experienced guys, guys with new ideas. And Brian Kelly sort of let go of the reins. And basically went into CEO mode. It was a brilliant move. They went on to win 50 games over the next five years. Same sort of thing. You know, maybe you've just hit the end of the line, not necessarily with Odom or Bryles, but maybe you've got some guys on there who aren't getting the most production out of their position groups. Maybe they're not great recruiters. Maybe it's just time to change up the message a little bit. Maybe. I don't know. I, I'm not in the I'm not in the office every day. I don't know a whole lot about what goes on day to day. But that's that I mean, that's a manager's option. Look, my my job as the manager is to get everyone to play or perform at peak level. And if you're not doing it, I'm going to find somebody who does, who's going to get the most out of you. If you're Sam Pittman, you've got to get the most out of your coaches. If you're the coaches, you get the most out of your players. That's how it works. Simple chain of command. Yes. And and if they're not doing it, 
they, they need to find people who do. I do think they are not nearly as talented as they thought they were. They missed on a lot of evaluations. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's that's that seems to be the way that's the way I'm leaning. But um here here's the thing. This is now this is gonna sound like I'm trashing BYU. I'm not trashing BYU. They're a good team. They ain't what they've been playing the last three weeks, though, in terms of talent across the board. Um so you would think some things would open up a little bit. Some of these receivers that can't get open in SEC games, maybe they can get open in a in a BYU game. Maybe the offensive line can start to move people around again like they did early on in the season against a Cincinnati and a uh, and a South Carolina. Um, not to say that BYU is devoid of talent and they're terrible, not. but they're not at the level you've seen the last three Their weeks. talent level is probably comparable to South Carolina overall, Okay, but their quarterback is pretty good. They've got two really good playmakers on the outside. They've got a running back who is serviceable. Their offensive line's okay, but where I think Arkansas has potential to take advantage of things is they're not great up front on the defensive side. You should be able to run. Like I told you yesterday, things that concern me are, are you really looking at BYU as a, as, are you focusing too much on your own problems, not focused on BYU? Are you taking them seriously to the altitude? The altitude is a big deal. Last time you went into the mountains, you wilted in the fourth quarter. Are you prepared to play? Because you're going to have to play a lot of guys. A lot of snaps, a lot of guys. Do guys get worn down? BYU doesn't give up easy, man. They're they're a good second half team, and if you give them opportunities, they will absolutely take advantage of them. They're right. they're better than you think. I don't know that the, across the board look, they've got enough talent. Here, here's what we do know about Arkansas football: against a team with talent and ability, the margin's very thin. Arkansas has mm-hmm. to play at a certain level, or they're not going to win. Like that's what we know. Like we we know that we've seen six mm-hmm. games of that. If they play. At the level, like South Carolina, they were just moving those guys around all day long. Yep. If that happens, you're in good shape. Um, if Arkansas get, makes a bunch of mistakes, they're going to lose. Yeah, That's the way it is. Yeah, South Carolina also lit them up. They can't uh, overcome it. They don't have an offense. This is one of the things Conor O'Gara was writing about. Their defense doesn't stop anybody, and their offense isn't built to come back from three scores right, or more down. Right. That's yeah, a problem. No, no. Last week, the, 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 the idea that they were just going to answer scores uh, that Mississippi State had, they couldn't keep up. And it's the same sort of thing this week. If they get two or three scores down, you know, it starts sounding the alarm bells. It's not that they can't. It's that it doesn't play to their strength. They have to limit the number of possessions. You don't want each team getting 20 possessions in a ball game. You don't want a lot of quick and, scores because that favors BYU. By the way, I heard this one time. Those oxygen tanks on the sideline, those don't help I, at all. I told you that. They, they oh, really, you told yeah, me that. They really right. don't do it. I didn't remember who no. told me that. This is a, a blood in Mind your oxygen. Mind over matter. I, if, if, I, if I read this right, it's a blood in your oxygen sort of Thing. I mean, if you're if you're oxygen not, in your blood, yeah, that's what I meant, <laughs> dude. You know, it's it's after five. I'm tired. Um, We've been doing this a very long time. Yeah, I've been at this for a while today. <laughs> but I mean, you're either used to it or you aren't. If Arkansas is deep enough to to rotate guys in and out, like I don't think the defensive line will have problems. Linebackers, I'm a little concerned. You're going to be running a great distance, and you're going to be doing it a lot. Secondary, same thing. Yeah. You know, are you prepared to go to your second and third teamers? For a drive or two, and can you get the stops? If you can't get the stops with the first team, can you get it with the second team, guys? I don't know. Um, I told you all, all summer, this is the game that worried me the most because of the location and the talent that BYU has. What did people think? Like, what were we talking about before AM? We knew this was a critical stretch. Right. We say two and two. We thought we thought two and two, three and one. 
and now one and three. One and three is the best you can hope or, for. Yeah. Oy. Yeah. It's the A and M thing. You said it. I mean the a, the hangover from that A and M. The A and M has beaten them three times. Yeah. The, I mean they are still. I mean we as a group are still focused on that. We still we're still talking about well, it's, it. It's it's the one that got away. Mm-hmm. You're right. Still, yeah. they've, still beaten, they've beaten Arkansas three times. Rent free. Mm-hmm. It'll still live in uh, Jimbo. Still living rent free. Right. Maybe now, it was an Arkansas fan that called in the bomb threat. I don't know. Hey, something I, I'm, th- this game on Saturday concerns me just because everything BYU does on offense plays into Arkansas's weaknesses. You can't get a look. You can't let Jaron Hall just stand there. Notre Dame last week rushed for and they got pressure on him. Put guys in his face. He turned it over several times. They sacked him a bunch. You got to do that. You got to find a way to get pressure on him. And if you can't, man, he'll kill you. He will just kill you. Uh, here's a uh, Graham says they should use the canned air from Spaceballs. <laughs> Puri air. Do you ever get that? Mel Brooks classic Spaceballs. Pop the thing up. President Scroob. Yep. What a great movie. I, is it? Is it a great movie? We it's, use great very much. It's great to me. Okay. I don't know if it's overall great. It's a great movie to me. Also. Um, the other thing that uh, is going on here, I had another text to read. And I mm. can't, I can't find it now, so it doesn't matter. Oh, how dare Brad ruin soccer talk with a football question? Yeah, we got a couple of those. That, uh, that I'm sorry, Brad, but uh, people were upset. You uh, ruined soccer talk. You go, Brad. You go, Glenn Coco. Four for you. Wow. That was outstanding. I like soccer talk. <laughs> you do. I do. No one else I, does. I, I like, hey, no. The, 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 ironically, this show would be soccer and baseball if it was your. I, your I, ironically. The, uh, the two people who text in that they liked uh, the soccer talk were both attorneys. Of course. <laughs> so you, This show would be soccer and baseball if you had your druthers. That's not true Just like all. another show here would be all golf. <laughs> that's not true at all, but thank you. I, I do like a good uh, soccer match. Look, any sport where you have the potential for a full fan riot, it's okay with me. All right. In football, we just riot in the parking lots. We don't riot in the stadium. That's, that's okay. But what fun is that? Setting off flares in the parking lot? Hey, it scores. It, it gets likes on the YouTube oh, and on, right. the, on the gram. Was it? Was it the game in Little Rock down on the golf course where the two Arkansas fans got into the fight? Probably. And somebody put it on YouTube. Yeah, I don't remember exactly, but sounds mm. sounds plausible. Mm. I mean, <laughs> soccer's got hooligans. I mean, here we've got frat boys. Uh, they're built Bruh. different. Bruh. Bruh. They're they're Bruh. built different. I mean, Brody t- is not a is not a terrible terrifying name. Mm. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.